What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Whitney B., and I'm here with our next episode of Sports Talk, and this is our special NFL draft episode, y'all. I am so excited, and this is the Super Bowl of the NFL. Even though the Super Bowl happened in February, y'all know draft day is so important, especially for us Lions fans because they always drop the ball. But hopefully Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, they're going to do it for us this year. I have a special guest host with us, y'all. I know you've seen me posting it all week. I'm so excited to have him here with us, former NFL wide receiver and Super Bowl champion. So without further ado, let's kick this show off. And welcome to our next episode, our special episode of Sports Talk with your girl, Winnie B and Richard Bryant. What's up, Richard? Now, I'm going to introduce to some and present to others Richard Bryant. He is a former NFL Patriot. He was a Super Bowl, with the, a Super Bowl champion with the Patriots and also was with San Fran. So go ahead and introduce yourself, Richard. Let the people know what's up, what you've been up to, and everything in between. I'm here. I'm here, Whitney B. Thank you for having me. This is my first podcast, so excuse me if I don't know what I'm talking about, but we're going to make it happen today. Thank you for having me. Cool. So our um, goal here, guys, is just to go over our top 10 mock draft. Um, the draft is tonight at 7 p.m., so this is going to be a special episode we're putting out at um, 4 p.m. So we're just going to go over. Hopefully we don't make anyone mad. These are our picks, our picks, and what we think the team should do. I'm going to start us off with number one, Jacksonville Jaguars. We all know Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback, is going. The, num the first two picks, anyway, off the board is two quarterbacks. We got Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson going to the New York Jets. Do you have any? I have no, 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 no recollection of that. I'm telling you, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, everyone knows, number one, Clemson. Sorry to lose him. Jacksonville Jaguars, you deserve him. You need him. Let's go, Trevor. Go to Jacksonville. I thought, too, it will be nice if they do a little shake-up. Um, you know what, Urban Meyer coming from OSU. What if Urban take his boy Justin Fields? What do you think about that? I think Urban is on the fence. I think Urban is itching to get back into coaching. I don't think that he wants to be a commentator for the rest of his life. <laughs> I think he wants to die in his deathbed as a coach. You know, right. He's great at it. I'm an OSU guy. I didn't have the privilege to play with Urban Myers, but I wish I did because he's a bad boy. That was going to be my next question, actually, when you was at OSU, was Urban there? Nope, nope. Okay. I was not under Urban, but I have had the pleasure of watching him, even in Florida, UF. My wife's a UF lady. He's a UF guy. He's a bad boy. He took Ohio State to the next level. He did. He really did. I agree. So I just wanted to see if you thought it might be a mix up there. I we shall see. Yeah, we, we shall. shall see. So at number three, I actually have San Francisco taking Justin Fields. The reason why I picked Justin Fields over Mac Jones is because Mac Jones reminds me a lot of Jimmy G, and I'm not sure why they would want Jimmy G, another Jimmy G, when they can have another player that's actually going into the next phase of the NFL. I believe that now the NFL looks for more mobile quarterbacks and quarterbacks that's willing to do what they have to do to get out of the pocket, get the ball down the field, at least get their 10 yards. So I think that Justin Fields over Mac Jones for that team would be better, and that's why that's my pick. But don't sleep on Mac Jones. He's a little more agile than you think. He can run a little bit. He's a pocket quarterback, but once he gets out of the pocket, you never know what he does. You never, you're right. You don't know what he does, but I just – I don't think he would do for San Francisco – 
what they need to get to the next level. Not that he wouldn't be good for the team. I just don't feel like he would take them necessarily to the next level that where they would need. He probably – they could be a contender with Mac Jones and maybe make it to some playoffs, but, like, be a Super Bowl contender and maybe go to the Super Bowl and things like that. I see Justin Fields helping them later, more later down the line than Mac Jones, and that's all. I can see that. Yeah. But I think what they're going to do, San Francisco, they're going to need a deep threat. And they're going to utilize that deep threat because Mac Jones got an arm and he can sling it out to him. So mm-hmm. if they get a deep threat receiver, Mac Jones is their guy. I'm going with Mac Jones. You're going Mac Jones. Alabama. Okay, okay. So you got me at Justin Fields. <laughs> you got Richard at Mac Jones. We're going to see what they're going to do, y'all. My next um, move with the Atlanta Falcons, I actually have the Falcons taking Mac Jones. Really? Yes. Now, I know a lot of people think the Falcons should take um, Kyle Pitts. That's been on a lot of people's mock drafts. I actually go quarterback for the Falcons because Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan should be phasing out soon. I mean, he, he's been fizzling out ever since that horrible um, Super Bowl with the Patriots. Um, ever since then, Matt Ryan – He's, he hasn't been the same Matt Ryan. And I feel like for Atlanta to go back to being that good team or the team that they need, they need to get their quarterback in now as opposed to waiting till next year or the following years. And if they can put somebody on the bench that could come behind Matt Ryan. And if, if they had Mac Jones, I could see Mac Jones playing in like the fifth or the sixth week, actually. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. All right. That's, 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 that's interesting because I got them getting a tight end. They want to go back to the Anthony Gonzalez days. They need that strong guy who can help them protect the quarterback and get out in the field and score some touchdowns. I'm going with Kyle Pitts from Florida, going at Falcons, but getting traded to that fourth pick. Mm. I'm going to throw a little ring. I see you. I want to say, okay, wait, now. Right. I think, I mean, I can understand why they would want to get Kyle Pitts um, because they would have like a, now the offense would be explosive. But with also with the trade rumors with them wanting to get rid of Julio Jones, it still is like, okay, so you get rid of Julio Jones and then what? So now the team goes from maybe an offensive um, powerhouse to to what? Yeah, yeah. So it's like if you get Kyle Pitts, you need to keep Julio Jones. You don't need to talk about trading him. I agree with that. So I that's – that's where it becomes shaky for Atlanta, and that's the only reason why I say because they talking about trading um, Julio Jones, just put the quarterback in now because at that high of a pick, you want to at least set your team up for something instead of failure. You're going to draft this good pick and then get rid of your receiver. Right. So now is Kyle Pitts going to have to start playing receiver and, or tight end, well, that, you know? That, that's, that's my thought. He's going to be a tight end, but he's going to be a split in at right. the same time. They split him out. Can you imagine having – Kyle Pitts on one side and Julio on, on another. the other. Oh, exactly. Hey, like, that'll explosive. be. Whew. Yeah, so give Matt, give Matt Ryan, Ryan another chance. Give him another year, maybe right. two, see what happens. He is going back to the Matt Ryan that I know. He had a couple down years. I think he had a couple injuries here and there. Mm-hmm. But I think Matt Ryan's back to he doing what he does best, and that's slinging that rock. Yeah, especially if Kyle Pitts can come on the team and be that good protecting tight end that he would need to. That'll be awesome for the well, offense. So yes. I, I definitely understand why Kyle Pitts is on the top of a lot of people's mock drafts. I think me, I just think they should use the quarterback. All right, let's see what happens. <laughs> um, my number five pick is Cincinnati. I have actually, I have Cincinnati taking Kyle Pitts. Really? Okay. Yes. And let me explain why. <laughs> I knew I was going to have to explain a lot of this. <laughs> I think Kyle Pitts for Cincinnati because everybody's, 
Everybody is saying they should do Panay Sewell because they need the offensive line protection, and they should do Jamar Chase because they need that wide receiver. I feel like if Kyle Pitts can come in and be that great blocking tight end and be that split receiver, like you said, Cincinnati can get the best of both worlds out of Kyle Pitts, and so that's why I chose Kyle Pitts um, because he would be the next best athlete coming off the board at that position, and it'll work in, in both ways for them. Yeah, and you know what? I'm on the fence with that one because I think they need an offensive lineman with Sewell um, to protect. The, they got an explosive offense. They do. They got an explosive offense, mm -hmm. and I think that's what they're lacking is that big old That lineman. next piece. That beast, mm -hmm. that beast. And they, I think Cincinnati's will get um, Sewell. That's yes. my pick. I'm going yeah. with it. I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> I, I'm definitely with you because a, a lot of people's draft will actually line up with yours. Um, I think I just did my draft hoping that the Lions can draft him. Yeah. So – I don't know, but I do think that Kyle Pitts or um, Sewell would be a good pick for either one. But, yeah, that was my pick. Um, All I'm thinking about yes. for the Lions are receivers, receivers, receivers right now. Yeah. So we'll get to that. Yeah, we will. <laughs> well, one more spot, and then we can talk about the Lions real fast. Um, the next up on the chopping block is the Miami Dolphins. Um, I have the Miami Dolphins actually um, drafting Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is the number one receiver on the board. Um, Miami needs a receiver. When they got to it last year, it seems like that was just – it's weird. Um, Tua and the Dolphins is in like a, a – on shaky ground right now. So if they give him a receiver, see what he can do with the receiver, now Miami would know what they have in, in their quarterback. Because if, they, if he's not going to make it with Jamar Chase – Let's trade him. Let's get rid of him. Let's get our next quarterback. Let's do what we can do. But Jamar Chase will be that piece for Miami so that they can know their future with the quarterback and the rest of the team. Right. I agree. Give him another year. See what happens. Give him a weapon. If he makes it happen with that weapon, give him another year. Right. Maybe give him two. Right. Because you know that then this is what he's achievable. Absolutely. Yep. I'm going with you on that. Some people say Trey Lance, but I don't know. No, yeah. I, I mean, I like Trey Lance. Trey Lance actually is in my um, top ten, so we'll get to Trey Lance. I just think that Miami should give um, Tua another chance this year because, you know, he can be good. He was good in college, but a lot of times we know college quarterbacks get in the NFL and yeah. they yeah. – And he's still young. Yes. You know, he's still developing. Still, yes. still learning the offense. Mm -hmm. That offensive book is like a Bible. I've been telling you, it's thick. And it takes more than a year to understand and learn that offense and learn your coaches and learn your teammates. Right. So we'll see. Right. Do you have them taking Jamar Chase, too, or do you have a different? I got them Jamar Chase. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Okay. So we're next to the Lions, and you say wide receiver, wide receiver. So who do you have them taking, Waddle? Oh, man, it's a tough one. It's a tough one because I originally had Jamar Chase going seven. Okay. I moved him up. I think Waddle's going to have to go, I think, because he's the next best receiver, and I think they have to take him. They have no choice. Mm -hmm. um, some people have him taking a quarterback, but I think because you're getting rid of two receivers, you've you got to get one. You definitely just, need a receiver, yeah. I think Goff definitely needs that, that weapon that he can, you know, throw to his number one receiver. Um, I think Jared Goff actually will do good here. Um, especially seeing as though the Lions want to give him a chance. I'm not sure why people have the Lions drafting a quarterback. Like, that would be that same old Lions mentality. Yeah. Let's drop the ball and draft the quarterback. Why? Especially when we got so much trade capital off of the trade with Goff. Like, I know. 
I know. That that's weird. They must not have a backup. I don't know the story behind it, but they must not have a backup. I think they um traded the backup. They traded the backup. Um, I can't think of his name right now, but I think they traded him. So we need somebody behind golf. So. Yeah, golf, I think I'm I'm hoping I hate um okay, I'm not gonna try to get too off track y'all real fast, but I hate this idea of the Lions is going through this rebuilding. This is this won't be a good team until three years down the line. Like in football, football to me is like the easiest sport to go from zero to a hundred. As long as we can get the correct players and they can work together and get, you know, like a a, a regime or something, whatever the right word is, is if they can work together in good unison, the team would be good. I'm not expecting for them to go to the Super Bowl, but. People was like, I'm going to be happy if the Lions win four games this season. Like, Yeah, but why? you remember, it takes time. Transitions are always hard, you know, on the field, off the field, and your family and your business and work. Transitions are always hard. So I think they're buying time. You know, they wanted to fill up their team, um, get some camaraderie going. I think the new head coach, you know, he wants to get used to his players, get comfortable, and then go out with a bang this year. This is a learning year for them. What do you think about the biting knees? Like if I was Coach Dan Campbell and I said, Richard, you going out there and you gonna catch that ball, and if you go down, you gotta bite knees. Yeah. You gonna be ready to bite knees? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know that's one of those things. Where, <sighs> yeah, when I get to that moment, then that's gonna tell what I'm. Gonna okay, do. <laughs> okay, okay. But hey, me, I might be if that's what I gotta bite some knees. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I think I could be a lion, but. I don't think I could be a knee-biting lion because yeah. of the helmet. Yeah. Maybe if they make us with special helmets, I probably, <laughs> I probably can start biting some knees. Whatever yeah. it's going to take for me to win. Yeah, that'll be the deciding factor, huh? Right. The new helmets. <laughs> right. And then I saw, um, real fast before we jump back into it, um, Antonio Brown signed another one-year yes, deal with yes. the Bucks. I'm like, so the Bucks is just going to win again? Thank God they did not put us in, in the season. Man, I'm telling you, I'm Whew. so excited to read that, man. I'm an Antonio Brown fan. Yes. All that he's been through, and he's so resilient. You know, he came back. He proved himself again. He continued to and come back and prove himself. Yes, thing. I love that. And, and I love the way they gave him a second chance. Yes. I believe that everyone deserves second chances. We get the second chances in life, so he deserves a second chance. I'm with you. Field. I'm with you. I was so happy last season when he came back, and then now he's a Super Bowl champion. Yes. And, he's do- and now he's back on the team. Yep. And it's all of them together. I love it. And I know you played with Tom Brady. Yep. I'm kind of jealous. Yep, yep. But- I'm telling you. And Tom, he didn't seen it all, you know, all the years he's played. So, you know, for him to say, Antonio, come ball with me. Let's go. I tell you, Antonio's going to be a more humble man. Trust me when I tell you this. And I think he's already humbling himself. That's good. That's good. Thank you all for sticking with us. You know, we get off topic. You know, y'all know I love football, and I'm able to sit here with actually an NFL wide receiver. He can teach me a lot. He can teach me a lot. Former. Former. I'm, I'm right because, you know, we get out here now. Well, you might can still catch the ball. I didn't bring my ball to, to try you, but next time I bring my ball, I'll get him out here and see what he got. Look, I can catch the ball, but I can't run to catch the ball. <laughs> say, I can go meet you down there right, and right, catch right. it, but if you want me to run, that's a different thing. I'm with you. I might can stand at the end and do yeah, it, too. We can go. play catch, there monkey in the middle or something. Indeed. But, um, yes, y'all, I'm excited. I'm, I'm actually here. This is my first guest, too, on the show, so we're just doing a little bit of talking. We're going to move it along because I don't – I don't want nobody to get all bored and mad because y'all want to hear about the draft. So we're going to move on to Carolina. I actually have Carolina drafting Rashawn Slater. Um, with the move, you know, they got rid of Teddy Bridgewater. They, they're they banking on Sam Darnold. 
Um, it's cool that they're banking on their quarterback, so I'm saying, okay, well, let's just give Sam Darnold a little bit of protection. So we got him, the offensive lineman, and Rashawn Slater, which is the second best behind um, Penae Sewell. Yeah. I'm going with Devontae Smith. I, got, I like Devontae. He's a small receiver. He's got some speed on him. He reminds me a lot of Marvin Harrison. I love his route running. He's got hands. And I think, uh, I think Panthers need a Devontae Smith on think, the roster. Yeah. That'll be good, too, because he's, he's a really good – I think that the Lions could do something good with Devontae Smith, too. Yeah, if, if, if they don't take him first, which I don't think they will, Mm-mm. he's going to be gone about time. Yeah, by the day. second round, yeah, he definitely will. I'm with you. If I didn't say it, guys, um, in my draft, I do have the Lions taking Panay Sewell. Um, I know he probably won't be there at seven, but I'm being hopeful, and hopefully if he is, the Lions will pick him up. <laughs> But um, I'm going to move down to the Broncos. I told you guys that I did have Trey Lance in my top ten. He is at number nine for me with the Broncos. I feel like the Broncos need a quarterback. Um, Trey Lance is so raw. He has that, like, that raw talent to where I feel like he could be molded and probably wanted to be one of the better Super Bowls in the NFL going down um, this season. Actually, between the four top four um, quarterbacks that I have going off this draft, I think that Trey Lance has the potential to be better than all of the rest of them. So I think that that'll be good for Denver, and that'll move Denver forward um, in the future. If it's not this year, definitely next year's and the years to come with Trey Lance. So that's why I have um, the Broncos taking Lance at number nine. Okay. I'm going with a defensive guy. We haven't talked much about defense. I think for Denver Broncos, they need a defensive guy who a monster Micah Parsons is a monster. Take him, Denver. Build that defense. Yes, that, defense he is a beast. He's a monster. Yes. Raw talent, raw I know. monster, but he's a big monster. Man, that <laughs> linebacker. Yeah. It'll be nice, like, if, if the Lions, because we need defense, too. Like, if we had, like, a seven and a seven and a half or something <laughs> that we could, like, pick two players. Let's like change it we, up a little bit. <laughs> we definitely need a Micah Parsons. I, I think so. Man, that'll be yeah, – and my, we can't get him at seven. No, we got to have something else. Yes, yep. yes. And if Denver don't take somebody else, we'll Yes, play. yes. I don't think – now Dallas is at number 10. I don't think Dallas is going to take him. I went defense on Dallas, and I did Patrick Sertan. Really? Yes. Okay. He's standing with the defense. Yes. I didn't do – this, and, and it's crazy because out of my top ten, this is the first defensive player. But I think that Dak Prescott, what they have on offense right now is okay. Um, But they definitely need to build their defense. They need that good corner. Um, It seems like things have kind of fallen for them once Orlando Skandrick left in that corner position with Dallas. Um, So I think they need a great replacement corner who's going to fire up the defense and, like, be that kind of piece that got them all hyped up on the end or on the sidelines. And I think that he could do all of it. Like he could, you know, come into the NFL and grow and be that leader for that defensive side for Dallas. So that's why I picked um, Patrick Sertan. Yeah, I agree. I I think that New York Giants, they are a lot like the Detroit Lions. They need need everything. They need offensive weapon. They need a defensive weapon. They need a leader out there. You know, they got a coaching staff that's going through growing pains. But I'm going with offensive weapon this year. I, I think their next pick is going to be defensive. They're going to take their chances. But I'm going with Jalen Waddle as a wide receiver. Okay, okay. Going I like threat, that. I like threat. that. I think that um, Dak Prescott throwing to Jalen Waddle would be cool. Honestly, um, I think that Dak Prescott is a phenomenal pr- player. I hate that he hurt himself. 
Um, that really sucked. But even just still see that Dallas um, believe in him so much and re-signed his contract and everything. So I think that that'll be nice. He have a good, a great um, receiver um, because Ezekiel Elliott is a beast. Yeah. Um, so they good there with the running back. So I can see, you know, Waddle being a part of that. And I think they're going to throw a little bit more this year. They, they ran a ball last year, too much on the ground. They got to even it up a little bit, but they need that weapon. So I'm going with him. That's what's up. What do you think? Okay, so now that we out of our top ten, I just want to ask you a few questions, a few football questions, and then I'll let you go. What do you think about um, Lamar Jackson? He getting his new um, his extension in uh, in Baltimore. There, I think Lamar deserves it. That's good. Lamar definitely did. Yeah. His last few years has done his thing. He's still a young quarterback. I think he's more comfortable than he's ever been. Mm-hmm. And I think because they see that he's comfortable. They putting that money in his pocket. I love his spirit. I do too. I love. He's a his big spirit. kid. Yes. I, no. I, I. I could. I was just about to say. I would love to play with him because he seems fun. He's genuine. Yes. I love his spirit. I really do. Um, actually, because we already talked about Antonio Brown. So I guess after the draft, because it would be foolish to ask you what what would be your predictions for the future without knowing yeah. like these draft picks and stuff like that, but. Do you have anything you want to leave us with? Anything you want to say? Yeah, I just want to say I'm excited for these young guys. I'm, you know, I'm hoping that all of them, one through seven rounds, they all take advantage of their opportunity. NFL means not for long. It could be taken away like tomorrow. So I hope these guys go in humble, go in and give their all, and uh, make the best of their situation and opportunity. So I'm excited to see. And I want to give a shout-out to the NFL alumni, alumni Detroit chapter, Ron Rice, Tim Walton, you guys, they do a wonderful job, man. I always represent them. Um, so NFL, we always do a, uh, we do a big party for the NFL alumni with the YMCA and had to be canceled because of the pandemic. So I always got to give a shout out. Oh, that sucks. Next time you guys have a party, remember me. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I would love to be there. Yes. I just my shameless <laughs> plug, y'all. But that's good. I want to thank you again so much, Richard, for even giving me the opportunity to have you on the show as our special guest. This means so much to me, and I'm sure to my viewers, um, just to have you here to go over the draft. You know, I... In my head, everybody should be bougie, but you are so cool to even do this for an up-and-coming podcaster in sports such as myself. So I want to tell you, again, from the bottom of my heart, my viewers' hearts, everybody, that we really appreciate you for doing this, especially for this being your first time on a podcast. You did amazing. Do more podcasts. If you ever want to come back on, just let me know. I, I will have you on any time. And again, thank you. I appreciate you having me. All right, y'all. So real quick, um, I want to thank everybody again for tuning in with your girl, uh, Whitney B. I am um, I'm going to wrap the show up. But before I wrap the show up, you guys do know that this weekend is the Kentucky Derby. They did not cancel um, spectators this year. So you can go down there. I'm not sure how many people is going to go to Kentucky and be down there. But if you do get your 14 herbs and spices at Kentucky Fried Chicken, I heard it's the best in Kentucky. So go ahead. If you're making bets, bet with money that you got to lose. Do not bet with your rent money and all the rest of that because you know how y'all get out here just because it's the Kentucky Derby. Not everybody know which horse going to win. No. Bet smart. Be responsible. 
This weekend, you can catch me, your girl, Whitney B, as Big Wit on Shade and Shenanigans this Friday at 4 p.m. We will be on Rocky Road Productions' Facebook page, so if you haven't already, please go over and follow now. Also, at 5 p.m., following Shade and Shenanigans, it'll be Vitamin D. Right at 5, they have a great show. Anything you miss, you can always catch up on RockyRoadMedia.com. That's R-O-C-K-Y-R-O-A-D-M-E-D-I-A.com. And you guys see my website at the bottom of the page, MyWinnieB.com. Your feedback and your comments is always appreciated. So please go to both websites, like, subscribe, and we'll let you know what's coming up. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the show, and we will see you guys next week for the eighth episode of Sports Talk with your girl, Winnie B. (laughs) 